Hello and welcome to the Daily Post podcast with Sachin Dow and Bandari, where we will be talking about all the things worth talking about in the magical world of the NBA. I am your co-host, Milan Bandari. And I'm Sachin Dow. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about the play-in tournament. And specifically, we are going to be covering the matches that have already happened, the matches that are yet to happen, and our expectations for the play-in tournament and how it's all going to be. The NBA play-in tournament, the thing that was devised that made LeBron James mad. Okay, so a lot has happened since since we last left off last week. So as of right now, there there's a game going on, but we are not going to cover it as it's not as it's going to finish in like a couple hours. So right now there are two games that have been finished: the Indiana Charlotte game and the and the Boston versus the Wizards. So Indiana versus Charlotte was an absolute embarrassment for the Charlotte Hornets as they have ended their season with a dramatic loss. The Indiana Pacers outscoring them by almost 30 points. And it was a team effort. Everyone on the, on the Indiana Pacers pl- played really well. And yeah, the Pacers are now going against the Washington Wizards who lost the Boston game. And there is a chance that the Pacers can get to the playoffs, but they have to beat Washington and then they have to beat Philadelphia in the first round, which is almost impossible. And now the Boston versus Washington game. It started off pretty close. And in the third quarter, at one point, the Wizards actually took a lead almost 10 points at one point. And then, well, Jason Tatum happened. He dropped 50 points almost 30 points in the second half, sorry, more than 30 points in the second half. And they're going to be, and they're going straight to the playoffs where they will be facing the Boston Celtics. And now Sachin, would you like to talk about the Western conference? Absolutely. So there are games left and that is Memphis versus San Antonio. So those are the ninth and 10th seeds and the seven seeded Lakers are playing the eight seeded golden state warriors tonight. So, uh, Millen, what are your predictions for, we'll first start with Memphis and San Antonio. I feel like this one, it's um, fairly obvious, but, you know, you can, like, go into it and kind of give us, like, a reason for, you know, why and how you think it's going to pan out. Who in specific do you think might shine in this game? Um, well, it's actually a tough question because – and on these teams, I think it's a matter of stars, how their stars play. For example, whenever, um, whenever, well, this is, this is, there's no stats to back this up, or at least I haven't looked at this, but whenever DeMar DeRozan doesn't play well, I don't see the Spurs winning. And Memphis, they have a couple more stars, as in Jaron Jackson, um, Jonas Valanciunas, and John Morant. And if John Morant can really get his team involved, I think that it'll be an easy win for the Memphis Grizzlies. But there is a problem, and I don't think that the winner of the Memphis-San um, Antonio game will even make it to the playoffs for one simple reason. The loser of the Lakers-Golden State Warriors game is playing them. So say the Golden State Warriors win, which I think that they will, as LeBron James is injured, Anthony Davis hasn't been playing as well, all that, all that. I think that the Lakers will be going up against the Memphis Grizzlies 
And no way will Memphis be able to, no way will Memphis ever be able to win that game. The Lakers, even if they don't have their star players, they're just a really strong team with a lot of depth. And now the Golden State Warriors. So Steph Curry has been going absolutely bananas in recent history. He dropped 50 points, 11 three-pointers just a couple weeks ago, and he won the scoring title. Steph Curry is looking incredibly strong, and I will not be surprised if um, if they manage to win, if they manage to um, win against the Lakers and then beat the Phoenix Suns. And that brings me to my second thing. The Phoenix Suns, they are a, an incredibly strong team, but they, they, um, there's a statistic that proves that whenever Chris Paul has more than 10 assists, the Phoenix Suns win. And if Chris Paul can keep it up, let's hope that they can win. Sachin, what do you think? Um, well, I agree with you, um, but that's, that's one thing. You know, Chris Paul is so insanely important to this team. So, yes, with his success, so comes the team's success. But with his demise, so comes the team's demise. Now, Chris Paul is one of his key traits is being consistent, right? I mean, aside from, you know, the injuries in Houston, he's the player that you can count on to lead the team, right? He's a, he's a leader by, na- by nature. And the Suns depend a lot on him. So if the, anything happens to Chris Paul, I can almost guarantee that the Suns will be losing their series. Um, and I don't know if that's really debatable. Milton, uh, what would you think on that statement? Um, what would you say on that? Right, oh, gonna... yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I actually agree with that statement, Sachin. And so, Sachin, this is an interesting question that I have to ask you. So, as you can see, um, the third seed, the Milwaukee Bucks, are going up against the Miami Heat, which will be an epic rematch of last year. Sachin, do you think that the Miami Heat have enough in them to potentially pull off another upset against the Milwaukee Bucks and show Giannis that, well, he's not as good as people say that he is? Um, I don't really know if that is going to be very possible. I mean, the Heat, while still being really amazing, they weren't exactly how they were last year. The Heat made it to the finals. And I'm not undermining their current season, but they just aren't performing the same way, um, especially in terms of how they rank in the Eastern Conference as they did last year. So I don't know if it's completely possible, but if Giannis um, will not be playing very well, if Giannis you know, doesn't show up for his team, then it's highly likely because, I mean, when you look at the roster of the Heat and their depth and their all-around abilities – if they get the chance for something, they're going to pounce on it, and you know that they're going to make the best of it. So I think that it's going to be a very – it's a very precarious balance between the Heat and the Milwaukee Bucks. So I can't actually give a statement on who I think will end up winning that. But, Melon, what, what, what would your opinion be on that? Well, I think that um, – I think that the Miami Heat will be able to win it again. And in recent history, they've been looking very strong. They've been picking up their game after the sluggish start at the beginning of the season. And the Milwaukee Bucks, on the other hand, they got beaten by the Chicago Bulls, which nowadays is an insult to be beaten by the Chicago Bulls, especially with a team at the caliber of the Milwaukee Bucks. 
I personally just think that it's an embarrassment to the team. And I think it's indicative of the Milwaukee Bucks and how they play. And honestly, this, this, some people might disagree with me that, with this. I think that the Atlanta Hawks are a better team than, than the Milwaukee Bucks. Well, that is dangerous territory of which we're not going to trek into just yet. Um, but that's why I enjoy to look at stats as a whole. Um, and yes, stats in recent are very important, like last 10 games, stats, all of those. It's in- extremely important. You also need to look at trends. But another thing to look at is when a team plays solidly and then all of a sudden there's a drop in their numbers and there's a drop in you know their overall playing rate. Well, I think at that point, you kind of need to look at it not so much as they've fallen off and they're not going to get it back together, but more so as a, are they going to recover from this? If so, how quickly and can they recover the full strength? So that's where I kind of, uh, you know, lean towards the Milwaukee Bucks likely pulling this off and being able to be the heat in the series. Um, if we look at overall season stats, uh, they're 120 points uh, per game. Reigns over the 108 posted by the Heat. Uh, let's see. They're 41.5 rebounds. The Heat's 41.5 rebounds I'm referring to. Uh, pales in person to the 48.1 for the Heat, or for the Bucks. Uh, the Bucks is 25.5 assists. Uh, so you look at points and rebounds, quite important. However, the assist um, actually goes to the Heat. Uh, the Heat are not far away in steals and just looking at the stats, you can see a very, very, very close margin uh, between the two teams. And that's kind of where I lean to. I don't honestly know who's going to end up winning this. It's very, very, uh, very precarious how it's balanced. And I can't really decide on a team yet. I mean, the Bucks, if they recover, they're most likely going to end up winning this. If Giannis turns into a beast, then they're most likely going to end up winning this. But as I said earlier, the Heat, they have that tenacity, they have the hunger, and if you give them a chance, they're going to pounce on it. And they're most definitely going to use that to the best of their ability. So if Giannis slips up even a little bit, the Heat will take full advantage of that. And that's why I'm kind of undecided on the situation. Uh, but yes, I can definitely understand your point of view. It makes a lot of sense. But moving on from there, how about the Lakers and the Warriors? As we said, it's fairly obvious as to who might win this. Um, I think, yeah, I'm also going to side with the Warriors here. I don't know if Anthony Davis has been um, up to par with how he normally plays this season. He's averaging lower rebounds. He's averaging lower points by huge number by huge margins. He's averaging a lower field goal percentage, three-point percentage, free throw percentage, and effective field goal percentage. His PER dropped a flat five points. Um, and his win shares are down from his average for other seasons. So I think that Anthony Davis isn't just quite performing up to how he normally does this season. And obviously that's not completely all his fault. We can also chalk it up to injuries a little bit. But regardless of that fact, I do not think that the Lakers can win uh, with LeBron being in his state and with Anthony Davis not playing up to normal. So that's kind of my thoughts on there. But... Going on from there, after the play-in tournament, well, who do we have winning for each one? For Memphis versus Sacramento, or San Antonio, uh, who do you have winning there, Millen? 
I think that the Memphis Grizzlies are going to win in spectacular fashion. Sachin, do you agree with me on that? I think so. I mean, Memphis is very deep. Once again, they also have a lot of tenacity. Um, and I think John Morant is an absolute beast. So I, I picked Memphis for this one. Um, now, as for Lakers versus Golden State, uh, Golden State and then Indiana, we already saw how that played out. Boston, we already saw how that played out. So, oh, um, such an I have actually an update on the Memphis Grizzlies and San Antonio game. The Memphis Grizzlies have a seven-point lead against the Spurs. And the Spurs are trying to stage a comeback after being down almost, almost like 20 points. So, yeah. So I think that the Memphis Grizzlies are going to take this game. And, yeah. I, I, I think it might be a bit early because they're not in the fourth yet. Um, and they have a fair bit left in the third quarter right now. Uh, but right now they're currently leading. Once again, that margin can be completely squashed or turn around. Um, it's really, really important to see how this game pans out. Um, but yeah, the Spurs are putting up a fight and I commend them for that. But let's see, we would have Memphis, assuming Memphis ends up winning this. Uh, we have Memphis versus the Golden State Warriors, uh, and then Indiana versus Washington. Um, that's already happened, um, or they've already won and that's already the bracket set. Uh, but Millen, out of Memphis and Golden State, who would you have winning in that series? Well, I think um, that series won't happen unless the Golden State Warriors lose. So it's it's a, it's a completely unlikely scenario. But I think Sachin, don't blame me for this. I think that Memphis will win. Okay. Okay. Um, that's that's a very that's a very respectable opinion. Um, and Memphis, they are definitely putting up a lot of a fight. Uh, Memphis could very much so take the series and become the eighth seed in the playoffs. But I don't know if that's going to happen. I kind of have my Warriors winning only because, A, they have a better record. Um, but that doesn't really matter. Uh, the main one is, B, I have a bias towards them a little bit. But even shoving away my bias... Stephen Curry has been a monster this season. He's averaging 32 points a game. He's absolutely unstoppable, especially in the later part of the season. He didn't start off too amazing, although he did have a nice hot start. He really started to heat up and just absolutely go bonkers towards the end of the season. So I think that Stephen Curry is going to carry the Warriors maybe um, to a victory and then into the eighth seed. Although... Once again, that might just partly be my bias. Memphis is extremely deep, and depth is something that the Warriors lack at this current point, with Curry being the main person that they depend on. So that is another thing to factor in, and that is probably a main reason why I'm assuming you, Millen, um, said that the Memphis Grizzlies were probably going to end up winning this one. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, what whatever it may be, the seven, or sorry, the eighth seed will end up facing against, I believe the Warriors would be facing Phoenix. Um, so that one's going to be interesting. But yeah, aside from that, I think that is today's episode of the Daily Coast podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening and we're going to see you next time.